right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Monica. (laughs) Hey, Katie. Are we feeling giggly already? Hey, Katie, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling giggly already. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad you're alone in that party. Because I don't like to giggle. It's interesting because I don't feel alone at that party. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I'm here with (laughs) you. We just had an awesome card sesh, making sesh. I wonder if you guys watched our share from Handcraft Yoga's um, DIY Yourself uh, Love Card tutorial. Go check out the link on Facebook if you haven't. Mm -hmm. And it's never too late. It's not too late to make yourself or your friend or loved one a personalized card. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. We're feeling batchy today. We're getting some episodes recorded. Yeah, because you are going on a journey, which is super exciting. Love it when we get to travel. Yes. Awesome. Getting to go to New Mexico. Expanding your horizons. (laughs) Yeah. Seeing new sights. And when you're out there doing all that fun stuff, sometimes it's fun to create a little memory log as you go. A vacation journal, I think, is so much fun to write down the experiences you've had. So later you can come back to that. I love that idea because so often on a trip, you're packing so much in that it's easy to forget about those little moments. Mm -hmm. And if you can, every evening or every morning to sit down with a moment and collect those little nuggets and write them out. Oh, that restaurant. Yes, that burger. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. You can go back later and really re-experience those times. Yeah. Well, it's a great intro, that idea, the vacation journal to our topic today, which is all different types of journaling activities. Yeah. Journaling. I was like, what's another word? Thought recording. Scribing. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Um, There are so many different ways that we can journal and different prompts to get to journaling. But just like our creative writing practice, we find pen on paper or hands on keyboard, just kind of that let out of info onto a piece of paper really gives you a fresh new perspective Mm -hmm. and lets your creative juices start to flow. Mm -hmm. And Katie and I participate in several different journaling practices. As we were preparing for this episode, we were compiling this list of the ways that we use recording thoughts on paper to get through things. And we we have quite a few different categories. We were really surprised. We were like, do we have time for all of this in one episode? <laughs> sure we do. Let's go. Yeah, and there's even one that we we didn't include, the travel journal. That's no, not even it just came out of me. It was yeah. organic, mm-hmm. which is a perfect thing. It is. Um, and another thing I considered, as you mentioned, the typing is that I have this right now, a five minute a day journal. I'm trying to write for five minutes creatively at my computer. And it's a like you mentioned, a different pace from the analog handwritten stuff because I'm a really fast typer. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a pretty fast thinker, come to find out. Right. I can slow it down when I'm attempting to handwrite, but this is a whole different ball game. being able to keep up with my thoughts. And there's some pretty interesting revelations in those findings. And so I feel like if you were to switch between the medias, you could probably have a much different outcome in any of these forms of journaling 
the act of writing pen to paper really makes you slow down your thoughts where you can kind of have a little bit more opportunity to analyze before you write. Mm -hmm. But if you're a pretty quick typer, I mean, you can go at the speed of thought almost. Yes. Um, You also kind of have to set that parameter of I'm not going to overthink this. Like I'm not going to be editing. I'm not trying to show anyone. I'm just trying to get things out and see what really comes out. Really? Yeah. All typos included. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah. Um, even if you're like stalling, be like, stall, type it out. Stall, stall, Ooh, stall. I love that. I'm pausing. Why am I pausing? I can't think of anything to type. Oh, I can't think of anything to type. This is all being typed. Like it's a mm-hmm. part of the running dialogue. You don't let your fingers stop. That's mm-hmm. part of my five minute challenge anyway. That's yeah. like the parameter I set. And that reminds me of the artist's way. 30 minute pages. She has you do or three pages, three pages, yeah. which yeah. I think she equated to like about a 30 minute yeah. practice, which is quite a bit, but just that thought download, don't let that pen stop. Even if you're writing over and over, I have nothing to write. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Keep it flowing. Mm-hmm. That's the whole beauty of it. Don't let your inner critic or that blocker or that damn thought that says you shouldn't write that down. No, that's the thing you should write down. That's exactly right. Because it doesn't matter. And so any of those practices, it doesn't matter because no one's going to read it. The effort is just solely for your therapy, your reflection. It's That's the power of journaling, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then like that reflection, that can be your daily or your habit tracking journal mm-hmm. um, that you're just kind of going back to maybe the diary you used to write when you were a kid, just the thought download, day Mm -hmm. download, here's what we did today. Or maybe it's a feeling. Here's the overall feelings I had today. Here's the feelings I wished I'd had. Mm -hmm. Here's takeaways and lessons to be learned. On that thought makes me think of uh, my cycle journal, which is also not on our list. (laughs) Thinking of another type of journal is that uh, going through the days of the cycle of the month, if you're tracking that sort of thing, it can really help you prepare for and analyze your symptoms or feelings and Mm -hmm. let yourself have that space to recognize your changes of your own inner seasons and letting that be a a woman's journal. Yes. Or perhaps you're tracking your lady's cycle, which is very smart. For your fertility. also dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go telling her how she feels. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm supposed to have PMS today? We can run with that. Absolutely. Honey, you think your reaction is because it's day 24? What did you say about day 24? (laughs) I saw it in your journal. I saw it in your planner. Anyway. One thing that we've been doing on a really regular basis is using the dragon trees rituals for transformation, Mm -hmm. um, which gives you a daily reading really profound. You should totally go check it out if you're looking for a daily uh, reading prompt. You might even Google a writing prompt journal, and there are tons of different types of these, like they might be artistic or they might be really poetic or there's like themed ones for what you're trying to accomplish, like maybe a health and fitness or a kid's school or, you know, I don't know. (laughs) All sorts of And ways. I know there's also email subscriptions. So if you're somebody who likes to get a daily email, you could use that to prompt your daily writing mm-hmm. journal also. Mm-hmm. Of course, you could do your dream journal. Download your dreams as soon as you wake up in the morning. Sorry, I want to go back to the oh, back. Um, rituals yeah. for transformation. Something I really like about the rituals for transformation um, journaling prompted book is... 
that the entries that you read are pretty, you know, they're one page. And so there's a lot of pulls and they highlight some things, which I love. Because mm-hmm. if you're, you know, feeling a little lazy in the, like, how did that inspire me? Because sometimes it's a lot. What they it, lay yes. on you is like a heavy load. And yeah, how can I pull from that? How do I even write to that? Yeah. And so I just slide one of those lines and let that resonate right at the top of my page and just see what comes out. And that's just such a softer way to be eased into the writing process. What does this one sentence mean to me? I don't have to make it a big, heavy response thing, but it might all sorts of ways that I can resonate with you. And I just love those prompts, mm-hmm. prompted writing, reading. Yes. And they just teach you such a nice lesson that you get to take throughout the day and mm-hmm. really amazing. It really is a transformative yeah. collection. In fact, I would like to share that I completed it today. That was pretty substantial. And the other crazy part is Katie literally walked in the door to record with me today as I was reading it. And I wasn't expecting her slash was expecting her. Yeah, I didn't know it was the last page. There were so many surprises in the moment and they just summarized things so eloquently. Not like it was needing to be summarized because each entry is very standalone, but... Oh, it was magical. So I highly recommend Dragon Trees, Rituals for Transformation. Yeah. And it was so magical where I really think once I get to the end, I'm going to do it again. Yep. Because it's going to teach me and the lessons will come to me in a different way each time I read them, depending yep. on how I pull, Yeah, where I pull from. So nice. Do it twice. That was my yeah. second time to go through it, minus the last several she entries. Was. Last time she didn't realize that she quit at with three pages left. There's yeah. 108 pages. Yeah. So... And she says quit. And I just want to refine that I let it lapse for so long that I gave myself a failure slip. I let so many days go by that I didn't come back to it. At that time, my mindset was such that, no, if I didn't do it in this time frame, I cannot go back. There's too much space truncated between the messages and I can't just step up and finish. That's not of integrity to what I feel like. So I was very strict on that. And then Katie got the book and was like, I'm going to start this thing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to redo my thing. Mm -hmm. And you've been super consistent, but there have been lots of times where I've given up for a number of days and not recently in the last probably 40 days or so, I've been really consistent. But the first three months I was, would go about a week at a time. And then I'm like, nope, I'm not going to let this lapse. I'm going to bring back. And I think that's important to know that when we fail, we can get up and we can try again. Yes. Yes. Even if you had three pages left and it was a whole year later. A whole year later. Yeah. Ugh, it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. Journaling. Amazing. So another type of journaling, uh, something I've been actually working with quite a lot is the dream journal, which is just fun to play with your, those inner subconscious workings. And mm-hmm. even if it's just silly you know, reflecting on what, what was that? Just to read it in the morning from the moment you scribbled it in the night. Cause it was something. I had, um, a patient a long time ago that had a book on dreaming and she was such a cool older gal. And she had written this book on her perception of her dreams and what they meant to her life. And she had recorded her dreams every morning for something like 30 or 40 years. And she just seemed like such the perfect old crone and was filled with knowledge and guidance and Mm. inspiration and wisdom. And it was really, really neat. We spend so many hours in that other state and we don't really take a lot of 
I know I just, it just kind of slides right off, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes effort in the morning and focus to, to hold on to the dreams and practice. I think we tend to disconnect from that because it feels so separate from us, Mm -hmm. you know, and so unreal. And why would I even, you know, pay any attention to that? And there's a lot of debate on that for sure. In the pseudoscientific, how do we even know all the interpretations, superness, Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know. So it is what you make it. And that's what all the dream scientists I've cared to listen to have uh, suggested. As you listen to your dreams and really wonder, what does it mean to follow my dreams? How, right. Like, that's such a common phrase. Yet we're just like, oh, dreams, psh, they have no warrant. Yeah, don't quit your day job. Don't listen to those dreams. <laughs> but, you know. Dream, 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 dream. <laughs> because they might just be affirmations, those dreams. They very well may. <laughs> Which um, is our next type of journaling. Yes, I know we've talked about it before, but we both went on Pinterest and pulled up a bunch of affirmations, took what resonated, wrote a page of these affirmations, and now we say them daily like the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> and like well, I mem- I've memorized them. Yeah. And I've had my book going since you gave it to me several years ago. I've put in a couple long excerpts of mm-hmm. very motivational things. Like they may not all be so worded affirmation, like the ones we wrote from the Pinterest exercise. That was so much fun, but they're just in things that make you feel inspired. Yes. And so this big collection and it's in a super nice notebook Katie gave me that makes me just, Oh, I get so excited every time I get to open it. It's full of stickers. It has a pop-up in there. It's a crazy notebook. I <laughs> it should is really very cool. Pictures of the pop-up, but there it's been an, an inspiration. An, always evolution and there's like anything that inspires me I pull in like the tree thing that um, Susie's son-in-law wrote the candles the things from Monica and I went to a really awesome kind of witchy store witchy bookstore uh in San Antonio called Unlimited Thought and we picked out some books and I got a really great journal um there and I've been using it as like a problem solving journal so like when I have inner conflict, I'm going to my problem solving journal and writing out how I feel. And it's really been pretty awesome. This morning I was in a tiff and I went to my problem solving journal and I came back to my husband and he's like, you're crazy. I was like, babe, I have a magical journal. Like I can go to it with problems and I solve them because I write down the way I'm feeling on the paper and I see where my thoughts are not with reality. And I'm kind of able to my own version of Byron Katie's four questions through my thoughts and Mm -hmm. get to the other side of loving what is Mm -hmm. Um, writing at that understanding and compassion. And it lets you kind of unravel your knot that you here's how I'm feeling. How do I and it's almost kind of like massaging out that knot in your back. Here's you know, it might not be obvious or apparent where the problem is. It might also be like a literal knot, like in a necklace. And some strands that you pull on create t- more tightness and more resistance. And some you have to like let loosen and mm-hmm. pull the other way and soften that the way that you work it. Uh, the way you work it. The way you work it. <laughs> we talk a little bit about that kind of thing in our episode 17, Do or Do Not. We visit... 
the non-dominant handwriting. And that's a really cool tool I learned through Christina Sell's yoga teacher training. Um, we did a lot of journaling that was asking of the inner self, like, how can I be guided of this? Like, what is this question I write with my dominant hand? And then I pass my pen or utensil to the non-dominant and reveal this answer, which, you know, may or may not be insightful or profound, but there's a play there. There's an experience there that lets you tap into something more magical than I'm just going to write this in a composition notebook. Right. It's like, okay, there's a ritual here. I'm opening the magic book. I'm opening to this, to this answering space. This like, and you have to give yourself permission to do that. Otherwise Mm -hmm. it all feels hokey and you're trapped. You have to let that open. I think that's a huge part of journaling. Yeah. Letting those juices flow, just like why we creatively write, mm-hmm. why we keep coming back to that exercise. It's just a place where the inner critic gets to shut up and we get to free flow. We get to open ourselves yes. and let thoughts go to paper without yep. judging them. Because it's just for you, this practice. It's just letting us soften into ourselves a little more and not take ourselves so seriously becoming, you know, more lighthearted in that writing. Like (laughs) I worry that someone would be like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to solve this. I have to solve this problem. I'm going to like, how do I write that out? And like, you know, give yourself permission to not have that uh, a destination. Right. It's about the journey to get there. Right. (laughs) Right. She meant with a W you just have to write Mm -hmm. and it shall be written. And you'll experience different parts of yourself and see problems from new perspectives and new angles and, and right without that, right without that destination, but just knowing that you can accept the light and the dark parts of yourself that, Mm -hmm. um, that none of it is without reason and that they all deserve a voice and to give it that power on paper, maybe not to your significant other, you know, to give those voices, power to yourself first so that you can sort through them and maybe refrain from unleashing all of those voices to the person that maybe created the problem in your mind. Exactly. Recognizing that the problem in your mind is actually in your mind and uh, often turmoil with others starts with turmoil with self. So you have a lot of power within your thoughts, the choices you have, um, the last time I used my magical problem solving journal, I came out with, I get the, I have the power to choose a different feeling. I have the power to let this icky feeling go and to choose to smile and to breathe and to do a jig. And I have the power to stand up from this journal and to walk away with a fresh new story. And I went to the record player and put on Steely Dan and <laughs> literally danced my butt off for five minutes like, nice. with a smile on my face. Like I don't have to stay in this space. I can choose something new. Mm-hmm. I can choose my story. And you gave yourself a dose of the medicine you knew would make you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know you love to dance. You know you love to smile. And no matter how angry you feel when you attempt to do those things, it's really hard to do it. Like when yeah. you, like the challenge I love from one of my old um, kickboxing instructors at our gym, she was like, now you're going to skip for a minute straight. And I'm going to challenge you to not smile. I'm going to challenge you to frown while you're skipping. (laughs) And it was so funny because, you know, the more you try to frown, the harder it is. But also you're skipping. And so it's like you really can't skip without smiling. (laughs) 
So anyway, thoughts on redirecting in a different type of physical way, like shake it up. I think we've talked about that in an episode too. Yeah. So how to get out of a funk, do something that like shifts your physical right. space. Yes. So the dancing and the music and the mm-hmm. vibration and the feeling your feet on the ground and the swaying to the beat. That's so powerful mm-hmm. over the experience in the mind. Yeah. Because they're related, body, mind, connection, strong. <laughs> So are we ready to write a creative story? I think we're all warmed up. I think that'd be just great. Let's talk from journaling to writing and let's do it. Mm -hmm. How do we want to write today? And I guess we've got one more type of, um, because we have a creative writing journal. We both have our little notebooks (laughs) that we write with daily or weekly right here, right now. And it's pretty cool because we write our little prompts at the top of each entry or as we get them. And we have this notebook full of stories that you guys have all heard. 55 of them. About to be 57. It's actually 110 stories. Yeah. Which is insane. Oh, yeah, 56 of them. We're one ahead. We're batching. That's right. We forgot. We we were transparents. Okay, they know. Yeah, they know. We are excited. How do we want to write? Here. Now? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we actually just realized that we forgot one more. We have so many types of journals. Yeah, we just counted. There's 11 yeah. types of journals that we With, discussed today. Well, you've heard 10. And this one's the 11th. Drum roll, please. The gratitude journal. We yes. are all about the gratitude journal, taking a moment to think about the things that we're grateful for. And we've mentioned that on the podcast before, mm-hmm. even if it's just the shirt on my back. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the person who made the logo that's on the shirt yep. on my back. Yep. There's a lot of things to be grateful for. And the more we can cultivate that sense of gratitude throughout our day, I think the more you recognize the magic in every little moment. That that's can seem right. so ordinary. And so we wanted to do our writing exercise based off a gratitude journal approach so that we can demonstrate how easy it is to be grateful. Absolutely. So we're going to write for one minute each. Being grateful for a person, a place, and a thing. Mm-hmm. So, so for one people, minute each. place, things. You might have a list. You might have a couple sentences. You might be like one person, one place, one thing. However you want to do this for yourself, just consider those are the prompts. And we're going to do one minute each, like Katie said. But again, follow your heart. Let yourself experiment with being grateful right here, right now. Okay, here we go. That was a fun one. That was. I'm grateful for my teachers, my elders and wise ones. I'm grateful for the keepers of truth, the the wrinkled old ones that pass down universal knowledge. I'm grateful for my home, the soil that I plant my seeds in. I'm grateful for the security and warmth I feel when snuggled in my bed sheets. I'm grateful for love, for truth, for nourishment and free will. I'm grateful for soft sweaters and cozy socks and the pen that allows this entry to be written. Hmm. I love it. <laughs> yes. A little all-encompassing. Just little places, things. Yeah. 
Ugh. All right. You can go so many directions with that prompt. I love it. Yeah. And it took three minutes. Like, yeah, literally. It felt really good to write. (sighs) Katie, for being so open-minded and excited about learning, growing, and sharing our creative lives. Luke, for his willingness to help with technical difficulties. Home. It is truly where my heart is, a felt sense that is both warm and fuzzy. The ability to make myself at home internally at any time is some Wizard of Oz shit right there. (laughs) There is no place like home. Thing. Hmm. Does a poodle count as a thing? No? Okay, well, I mentioned her. The Writer's Toolbox. This little game that has helped me create over 50 tales and is literally rewiring my brain this very moment. Ah, that's amazing. Though I recognize technically the writer's toolbox wasn't used. It is the ripple effect that that game has created on our lives. It is ultimately back to the person Jamie Cat Callens created on our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We are so grateful to share this creative endeavor with all of you listeners. And we are so thankful you are tuning in weekly. Absolutely. We would be so abundantly joyful if you shared this podcast with your friends, if you would drop us a review, or if you shared some things you're grateful for this week with us to our email at katieandmoni at gmail.com. Yeah. And as always, share the love. Right here? Right now. Bye. Bye. Maybe you'll get a blooper here or there. Oh, blooper reel. Yeah. Tell me more. Or don't. Oh, my God. That was so rude. Can you believe that mountain lion? Right here. Right now.